Matt, can you hear me? Hey, Laura. Hey, Matt. How are you? Welcome, everyone, to our Sports Center show on this fine Tuesday with Laura and Matt. We have a lot to talk about. We're going to recap Super Bowl 55 and also talk about other news around the NFL and also predict coaches on the hot seat and also way too early picks for each division and way too early possible picks on who will play in Super Bowl 56 right here in Los Angeles next season. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We're also going to talk about some NBA and MLB and NHL in the mix as well. And also talk about the MLS's new CBA. So Matt, how was your weekend and how was your Super Bowl Sunday? Oh, Super Bowl was great. Uh, I should have bet money on the, uh, on the Buccaneers. I thought they were going to win and they did, but uh, you know, they just really put the hammer on Kansas city. That's for sure. I had a lot of fun though. It was a fun Super Bowl, but I'll tell you what, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with the team they have, they could have won the NFC South and they could have won the Super Bowl with and the division with that roster. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, Tampa Bay just um, – they had a great defense. I think Todd Bowles uh, underrated, you know, that – I mean, he had just a fantastic – he did a fantastic job game planning and bringing that defense together. Yes, and also if you look at it, he, that Chiefs offense didn't look really good. Mahomes didn't look 100% because of the turf toe. As Speaking of which, he will have surgery on it tomorrow and we'll expect to make a full recovery. But I felt like that the Chiefs were bad because I don't want to make any excuses by them just because even though they lost Eric Fisher for the season, that's probably the reason why they didn't repeat. Yeah, they had, uh, they had Eric Fisher out. And, you know, they're, the, the Buccaneers just got a tremendous amount of pressure on Mahomes, like, all day. Um, but, you know, that's also a part – that's also a problem with Andy Reid where you got to bring in help to block in that situation. I mean, because you know that Eric Fisher's out. Uh, you know that – I mean, you know how bad the turf toe is for Mahomes – you've got to bring in guys to help block for, for Mahomes so that he can get off some plays. And he got off some really good plays. He was not out there limping. He had some great plays out there. Um, I mean, there were a couple of great passes that hit Tyreek Hill, like right in the face mask, you know, and Kelsey dropped. I saw one or two that were, would have been critical. And, you know, it just, you got to you got to have your guys making plays for you as well out there. So um, I I felt like Andy Reid did not do a good job uh, acclimating the offensive line given the circumstances. Yeah, I didn't think he did a good job with clock management. He's had trouble with that, but also a highlight in the game was that. Did you see when that uh, that that bonehead fan was like running around the field naked and Kevin Harlan made the call, made another memorable call because of that. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. And then he got arrested. <laughs> like, why would you do that to me? That's just silly. Yeah. 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 It's you do it for the, for the fame. Um, but yeah. there are rules. You can't run out on run out onto the field. Yeah. Yeah, just, uh, you know, and they, they don't put it on TV anymore because they don't want to encourage that behavior. They don't want to give people 
you know, the airtime for that. Yeah, but also, what was your thoughts on the halftime show? Did you like that halftime show? Well, to be honest, I, I took my dog for a walk, so I missed most of it. I saw, like, maybe a minute or so of it. I didn't really see a lot of it. What did you think? I, I liked it. It was good. Uh-huh. It was well put together. Like, the weekend had, like, good uh, backup, backup dancers. And even though it wasn't on the field, he started, like, on the side, you know? Yep. But really – my thoughts on the game is that Tom Brady, it was his moment. I thought that the Chiefs would just complete the run it back tour and win another Super Bowl. But with that loss, it shows you that Kansas City will be back in future Super Bowls with that loss to the Buccaneers and Brady. Uh-huh. And you know that Kansas City will be back stronger than ever heading into next season. Uh-huh. So don't you think so? What do you think? Yeah, I think uh, I think both teams will be back next year. Um, you know, it will be – I think it's going to be uh, – I, I think Tampa Bay has the easier road next year. That in their division, you have Carolina and Atlanta who are kind of both still rebuilding. I mean, they're not going to challenge Tampa Bay or New Orleans next year, I don't think. And the New Orleans, they were good this year, but – Breeze is retiring, presumably. So we don't know if Drew Breeze is retiring. He just took up another pay cut. Oh, maybe okay. So he, they they, uh, they restructured his contract, but you could see him for at least one more year. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I guess we'll see about that. Uh, I'll say this though that with with the the Saints though, like I I thought like this year. Um, that the the Buccaneers were going to be better than the Saints at the end of the year because the Buccaneers were still coming together, especially on the offensive side of the ball with Brady and Gronk and A.B. and, um, you know, gelling with Leonard Fournette and and uh, other receivers and tight ends. So, like, they had – the offense needed time to get together. So, like, the first, you know, five, seven weeks, especially without a preseason this year. So – they, they lost ground to the Saints over the first third or half of the season. But once you got to, especially Thanksgiving, you knew the Buccaneers were heading in the right direction, you know. And the Saints, I felt like the last couple of years, the same thing has happened to them, where they've just slowed down at the end, where they they do very well at the beginning and the middle of the season because they're, they're kind of a well-oiled machine. But then, you know, maybe it's Breeze's age, Maybe it's um, maybe it's just te- other teams start to get it together. They can make adjustments, you know, later in the season. Um, they might have more dynamic players, and then they kind of have the same. It's happened to the Saints like every year, like for the last like two, three years now. Um, so, yeah, I think that Tampa Bay and the NFC, uh, you know, who are they? Like their competitors, the Saints will be there. You know, they'll be having to fight with the Saints, the Rams, the Packers. Um, that's kind of it. Like you, you could put Seattle up there too, but their offense is a little bit weird right now with um, Brian Schottenheimer. Uh, well, now he's gone, and now the Saints, fired. the Seahawks have a uh, Shane Stike, Shane uh, Shane Waldron, the Rams' former pass game coordinator, is their offensive coordinator now. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, and hopefully that can work out for them. Uh, and granted, you could always see some teams like Arizona make, you know, come back and, and do better. Um, but I don't see any teams in the NFC East. I don't see the other three NFC North teams doing anything. Um, and that's kind of it. Like, it's – like, next year the NFC is pretty straightforward. It's, it's Buccaneers, Packers, Rams, and I would say Seahawks. Um, potential for the Cardinals to break through. Um, and that's kind of it. Like for me, it's like Brady can win. Like it's easier this year, I think, or this coming year for Tampa Bay. Whereas look at the AFC, like for the Chiefs, you have other than the Chiefs. Buffalo and Miami and you got Cleveland. Baltimore is looking to be better than they were last year. They kind of took a step back, but obviously Pittsburgh, can't be counted out, but I don't trust Ben Roethlisberger at the moment. Right, and then you know, in the uh, in their in the Chiefs' own division, I think they'll win the division again. But you could have the, you know, the Raiders, which will be better, especially if they get Deshaun Watson. That might not be. That might happen. That's probably not going to happen because I think, I think that the the, uh, the Texans could keep Watson. Yeah, that's that'll be interesting how they how they play that plays out. Uh, I mean, you have the Chargers with Herbert. I still think it'll take more than it. Like, I don't know if they can challenge Kansas city next year. I think they'll need like probably another year after that, but the chargers will be better. I think the Raiders could be better. Um, and then you have, uh, you, you still have like all those teams you listed and Denver Denver's, uh, I don't know. I don't know if how long they're going to be. I don't know if they're going to be good next year. I think the Denver Broncos are just okay. I mean, I like drew Locke, but, I feel like that when they get their pieces healthy, then they'll be good. Yeah, I think that they're an 0 and 4 start away from Vic Fangio from being fired. But um, you know the and then you have the the AFC South, which um, you still have Tennessee in the mix. We'll see what happens with Indy. Uh, well, with quarterback, but I feel like that they still have the receivers for whoever that quarterback may be. I heard Jacob Eason could be that guy. Uh huh. And, and I also heard that Carson Wentz might be traded this week. So you think he could be traded to the Colts or to Chicago? Well, both are open. Both are good possibilities. And don't forget, too, next year, Joe Burrow could be back right away with the Bengals, and they could be a lot better. And then Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars might be a lot better. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. So that's not some- fact. Like, it's going to be tougher for Kansas City to get through again than, than Tampa Bay. But, yeah, um, yeah go ahead. Yeah, so let's do our early divisional picks for heading into next year. But before then, sad news to talk about is that former Chargers head coach Marty Schottenheimer has passed away after a, after years battle with Alzheimer's disease. And you know that when you watch Marty Schottenheimer, he was a great regular season head coach, but he never took his teams over the hump. Yeah, he always uh, – I remember watching him when he coached the Chargers. I remember that um, – was it the 14-2 and two season that – Yeah, and then they were all bust. After they lost in the first round, was there a second round? They, they lost to the Patriots. Yeah, and that was – they had a bye that year. So they, they would have lost in the second round, yeah, and they got fired. I mean, he – like, Schottenheimer, I, I remember him coaching on the sidelines and – you know, like you said, he was – he couldn't quite get his team over the hump, you know, but he was a really darn good coach. 
Oh yeah, because he's had great. Ex- he's had a very good experience. He coached the Chiefs, but they never got over the hump with him, or go to a Super Bowl with Schottenheimer. Yep. But actually, his son Brian is is going to is going to be with Jacksonville as their passing game coordinator and and quarterbacks coach. Yeah. So, you remember Marty Schottenheimer? Like, I feel like that. As a coach, I didn't think he never went to a Super Bowl, but I feel like that uh, Marty Schottenheimer was like one of the winningest head coaches in the history of the NFL. Yeah, but just not, but couldn't quite take his teams over the hump. Right, and thoughts and prayers to Brian Schottenheimer as well and his family for losing his father. Yeah, you're right. I mean, like I'm looking at his coaching resume. All his playoff resume were like losing to Miami and the div- losing in divisional game, championship game, wild card game. His last his last playoff game is against the Patriots, and he lost to the Patriots in the AFC divisional game. And there's also guys that you know that were head coach that assistants that were head coaches like Bill Cowers worked under him, Gunther Cunningham, Tony Dungy. Lindy, Lynn Fayette, Mike McCarthy, Herm Edwards, Cam Cameron, Bruce Arians, and Tony Sparano worked under under Schottenheimer. Yep. And Anthony Lynn, too. I forgot about him because I'm looking at uh, his coaching, Mar- Marty Schottenheimer's coaching tree. Yeah, he had a lot of good coaches. He had a lot of great coaches that he worked under. him. But now let's go to our way too early uh, 2021 divisional Picks. So let's start in my division, the AFC East. So I pick, although I want to see my New England Patriots win the division, I feel like that they have a lot of like work to do when it comes to their rebuilding. But I feel like for the second year in a row, the the AFC East will belong to the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I think so too. I think, uh, you know, uh, Miami just has right now a question at quarterback, which We'll see what happens. Um, the Jets are going to be improved, I think, under Robert Sala. I mean, they have to. I mean, Gase was absolutely terrible. Uh, what a mess. Yeah, and Sala, I think, I think they'll trade Darnold, and um, I think they will. They'll end up. They'll probably draft a quarterback. Um, so we'll see what happens. Although they could trade for Deshaun Watson as well, and I think. I think Watson should go to the Jets. They have the draft picks. They have the – they can give him Sam Darnold, you know, so that this new coach can work with Darnold a little bit and with the Texans. You know, so a lot of it works. I I think it depends on whether they get Deshaun Watson or not. If they get Deshaun Watson, you could see the Jets become the second-best team in that division just overnight. Uh, I don't really think the Jets will get Deshaun Watson, in my opinion, just because I still keep believe the Jets will keep Darnold. But I feel like that in, in the mock draft I sent you, they get Penny Sewell at right tackle, the the right tackle, the tackle from Oregon, and they also draft Jalen Waddle at pick twenty three. Yeah, yeah, I think it's um, I my prediction next year actually is um, I'm going to go with the uh, the Bills. Um, I have to wait. I have to put Miami two because 
I, I need to wait to see what the Jets do with quarterback, right? And with drafting. I think I think the Dolphins keep Tua Tagovailoa. They continue to build around Tua Tagovailoa, and then uh, and then they draft guys like Devontae Smith and Najee Harris. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why I, I did you see the mock draft I sent you? That's why I have the Dolphins getting so that they continue to build around Tua. So that's why I see an Alabama Crimson Tide reunion in uh, in Miami. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I think it'll be um, I think it'll be Bills and then Dolphins and then Jets and I think I think the Patriots are going to be end up last actually. Why do you think the Patriots might end up last? I have them getting Mac Jones at fifteen. And I feel like that they're going to get a lot of receiver help. So I feel like that Bill Belichick and that team is going to come back stronger next year. I think I, I have to put the line, like, I just don't see the first. I don't see them ahead of Buffalo or Miami. You know, I don't think anyone would, would say that. Then I think the Jets, like, like, I think that the Jets are going to get better more quickly than the Patriots because um, the Patriots, like, what's it, this all comes down to who they draft, and they can still make tra- – teams can still make trades, so we, we got to, like, wait for that to play out. But um, I think that, like, I still don't see any impact players on offense for the Patriots. And, like, even if they were to get Mac Jones, um, he's a pocket passer. Like, someone like that, you need weapons, you know. Um, you know, it's it just, it just how it works, like – if they ended up getting someone that was very mobile, you they could be a little more dynamic on offense and get away with not having as many impact players on offense. But um, yeah, I think I think the Patriots might finish last. That's where I'd put them right now. Yeah. So so I I think that so with that being said, let's talk about who. Let's move on to the AFC North. Who wins that division? So. I'm kind of conflicted who I think will win that division. I like – I think Cleveland and Baltimore are going to be the two best teams in that division. But it's going to come down to who has the better weapons. And to me, I feel like that, in my opinion, my pick to win the AFC North next season. But it could change. But I'm going to – I could stick with this pick for the long run because this the, this team's getting Odell Beckham Jr. back next season. I picked the Cleveland Browns to win the AFC North. Ooh. They're ready to host a playoff game. I think Baker Mayfield has found an identity. And I feel like that – I like Lamar Jackson. I like Hollywood Brown. I feel like that without Mark Ingram, I think the Ravens are going to be more dynamic offensively. But I feel like Cleveland's going to be the better team next year. Yeah, this is uh, – that's that's a, that's a bold call, but a really good one, I think. Um I would love to put Cleveland up there, but I'm going to have to put Baltimore still. Um, I, I think that – I mean, we'll see. It, this, it's going to be close. Like, actually, you have – I think Baltimore Cleveland, either one of those teams can win it. Um, I, I'm going to go with Baltimore 1, Cleveland 2, Pittsburgh 3, and then the Bengals 4. Although I'll say this, like, like I, I don't think the Bengals – I think they'll still be in the bottom of that division – uh, depends on who they get in the draft. I think they need offensive line help, but they also could get another receiver in the draft. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think that uh, I, I I think that it depends what happens with Pittsburgh. Uh, like, we'll see what they do. I have too much faith in Coach Tomlin. 
for them to finish last in that division, especially, I mean, they won the division this year. They're not, they're not bad. Um, but I feel just those other three teams are going to be so much more dynamic on offense that it might be tough for them to stick with big Ben and, and get a playoff spot in that division. Um, so I think I just never like if what I was going to allude to is that I've never thought that Ben Roethlisberger was the best quarterback in the AFC North. I feel like that belongs to Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson. Yeah. But why do you put Baltimore ahead of Cleveland in the division? Is it because you think that John Harbaugh and Greg Roman and those guys know what they're doing? I, I when it comes down to it, I have a little more faith that Lamar Jackson can take over games. Um, well, he changes the game with his legs. Yeah. And, you know, the only worrisome thing is that when teams play against Baltimore now, they put a ton of zone defense on him because Lamar Jackson is not nearly as good as against zone as he is against one on one. And it's a little bit disconcerting, you know, like that's a weakness of his. Like he needs to get better against the zone. But, um, He's more – I think that he's just simply more talented than Baker is. And so I, I'm going to give Lamar Jackson the edge. But Baker and Cleveland could win that division next year too. It's going to be close. They, I thought they well, were going to win this year. I thought at, they were going to win this year when towards the end. I thought they'd beat out Balt or, uh, Pittsburgh, but they couldn't quite do it. Well, if you look at it, Kevin Stefanski's the head co- coach of the year. We'll talk about awards in just a minute about who – is going to win these awards next season. So we'll get thoughts on that in just a minute. So basically, I, I think that Cleveland and Baltimore will be the two, two best teams in the AFC North. Let's go to the AFC South. So I looked at it. I think Tennessee, Indianapolis are going to be right in it. But I feel like that this team is going to go from worst to first and have a big, big season. I think that this team is going to – have a great offseason. They have a lot of money to spend. They're going to use that cap space to fill the needs that they need. And I feel like that sometimes with rookie quarterbacks, you never know. That's why I feel like that the Jacksonville Jaguars will win the AFC South next year. And I really think that Trevor Lawrence is going to come in right away to Jacksonville and change that culture with Urban Meyer. Bold pick. I like it. Um, So I actually, I'm, I'm kind of close where I'm actually going with Indy this year to win it and then Jacksonville two and then Tennessee three and then Houston is obviously fourth. Um, I think Tennessee will still make the playoffs, but they might take a little bit of a step back, not as a division winner. I feel like that they'll return to the playoffs as a wild card team if Jacksonville wins. Yeah. I, I think like assuming the Colts get Wentz, I, and he's reunited with Reich. Um, I'm going to put Indy still as the division winner there that I think they're ready. Like they're ready to win and they just need to get, I think Wentz. And as long as that, as long as Wentz, his career can be salvaged by, um, by Craig, Frank Wright, Wright. A quarterback guru. Yeah. Who I, I think it can be. I'm going to keep them as one with the Tennessee, no disrespect to them, but I feel like Tannehill is ultimately like, I don't know. It seems to me like he might be running out of gas, you know, and that Tennessee is going to run in that situation that, you know, where you have a quarterback that's just not ready to take you to the next level, you know, and they're just kind of like stuck in neutral. And, and I agree, 
Jacksonville with a new head coach, with Trevor Lawrence, with others, you could see like you could see them come on towards the end there. And um, and I think they might sneak in a second place finish. I'm saying I'm saying that because I feel like that Urban Meyer's gonna make that team a from worst to first. Uh-huh. And I really am excited to watch them. And I really think that this offseason they're gonna go all out, get their uh, get the needs the the needs that they need both on defense. I feel like that they need a right tackle in the draft. I'm not sure if Cam Robinson's gonna come back, but I feel like that. Once you draft Trevor Lawrence, and then I have the Jaguars getting an offensive tackle in this first round, too. I also feel like that there could be a Clemson reunion in the draft for the Jaguars. As not only they can get Trevor Lawrence, I feel like that they'll, they they probably should get Amari Rodgers or Justin Ross from Clemson. Those two receivers that played with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And Because I, you know they have Chark. They have uh, LaVisca Chanel. So... I was told that the Jags have the weapons for Trevor Lawrence, but I feel like that they're going to get more for him. Yeah. So let's go to the AFC West. So that's an easy choice. I think that the Kansas City Chiefs will win that division. And I think that next year, I think they're pretty much my early favorite to win the Super Bowl next year in L.A., Uh which we'll talk about in just a minute. But there's other possible matchups that I also like to throw in there as well. Yeah, I think um, I'm going to put Kansas City one. I'm going to go with the Chargers two. Raiders. Good choice because uh, the Chargers are the better, are the second best team in the AFC when they're in the AFC West when they're healthy. Yeah, and then Raiders three, and then Broncos four. That's a good call right there. I mean, with the Chargers, if you look at it, they're going to get Derwin James back. I have him winning an award next year, which we'll talk about in just a minute. I am very excited to get see him back out on the field. I am very anxious to see a healthy Derwin James. Yeah, I, that's that's my question: is can they can the Chargers stay healthy? You know, and um, and yeah. So, but I I think I think Staley's going to probably bring a pretty good energy to that locker room. I have a lot of confidence in him to be a much better game manager and to really tighten up that defense. And when you get that straightened out, their offense is fine. Like their offense will be fine. Here's some questions for you. Do you think the Chargers will resign Hunter Henry? I think they will. Yeah, I think they will too. Cause Hunter Henry is so valuable and so important to that offense. Yeah. And also Another question is, do you think Melvin Ingram will stay in L.A. with the Chargers or knowing that the Spanos family is so cheap, do you think he signs elsewhere? Who? Melvin Ingram. Um, I think they're going to let him go, personally. But I don't, like, the thing is, like, stay, I, they might let him go and then, that would just give them more resources to sign other people, I think. So we'll see what happens. But uh, I think that this Chargers defense is going to be the the defensive front is going to be built around Joey Bosa. Yeah. And I really think that Joey Bosa is going to continue to get better. He is playing up to that contract. Yep. So now, with that being said, let's talk about let's move on to the NFC side. Let's talk about my way too early pick for the NFC East. So 
Dak Prescott, I expect him back in Dallas. I think this team is going to be better than it was last season. And they were my pick to win the division last year until the Washington football team was that underdog to win that division. But my pick to win the NFC East is the Dallas Cowboys. All right. What about you? Um, you know, I'll say I'm actually going to go with the uh, I'm going to at this point, I feel like I need to go with the Washington football team again. Well, they need a quarterback badly. I mean, if, if Alex Smith could stay healthy for a full season, they have a very good shot at winning this division. But the reason why I picked Dallas is because Dak Prescott coming back, you got a talented roster on both ends of the football. And if they can stay healthy, this team is dangerous. Yeah, I I agree. Like, I'll say this. It's not going to be Philly. Like, they're they're not going to compete. They have just too much of a mess going on there. Um, I think it's – this is once going to be pretty wide open. The Giants, I think Joe Judge is pretty good of a coach. And they're going to get Saquon Barkley back. And if Daniel Jones – going to be good for the Daniel Giants. Jones keeps on getting better, they could make a run for it. I have heard, though, that there's a little bit of contention in the uh, locker room between the head coach, Joe Judge, and the offensive coordinator, Jason Garrett, um, that, you know, they're not quite on the same page. So that could end up causing friction the course of the season. So I'm going I'm to I'm stay away from the Giants as well, which means I'm debating between football team and Cowboys. And um, – I'm just going to go with the football team because I trust Ron Rivera more than McCarthy, and I trust that football team defense. And I feel – That football team defense is good, but I'm not going to rule out the Washington football team winning that division yeah. again. But I do think Mike McCarthy's a good coach, but he has made questionable play calls too. Yeah, I agree. Because I knew he ruined Rodgers' career in Green Bay. But I feel like that him in Dallas, I think he has a very good – he's going to work well with Dak and also Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. So let's go to the NFC North, who I think is going to win that division. That's an easy one. I think the Green Bay Packers will come back strong next year, and I think they're going to win the NFC yeah, North. Yeah, yeah, I don't see any other three teams challenging them. I mean, certainly not Detroit, um, Chicago, no. Uh Minnesota, yeah, but it's possible for Minnesota, like because I think Zimmer's a good coach. They're kind of they're kind of hit and miss. The Minnesota Vikings are kind of hit and miss with Kirk Cousins. I do like Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson; those are their best players. But I think they need to fix their defense, and I think they need a new, they need to figure out what to do with Kirk Cousins. Yeah. So that's my only take on the Vikings. But your Lions, they have a long way to go. But I do like Dan Campbell for that yep, job. Yeah, so do I. Because I think he brings tenacity. He brings toughness. I think he's a guy that's going to come into that building right away and, and make quite an impact. But I'm not. let's see how Jared Goff does in Detroit. Yeah. So let's go to the NFC South now. Who is going to win that division? I'm going to pick. The defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win the division, and they're going to take it up a notch because you know I love Bruce Arians and that no risk it, no biscuit offense. I think the Saints are going to be right there, and I think Carolina and Atlanta are just in the dog pound right now. Yeah, I agree. So, so 
Bruce Arians, I think, is a great coach, and I don't see him retiring anytime soon at his age. No, he'll be there for one more year, I think. Not one more year. I think he could still coach for a long time. He could. I think that, I mean, I mean, it, it's big speculation, but I, I, he'll be there next year for sure. And after that, it's just, you know, he can make it. He's older. He'll be 68, I think, you know. He's already 68. Oh, he'll be 69 then. But I do like his – I like what he's doing in Tampa just because, you know, I felt like that – who would have thought that Tampa Bay would have gone from a 7-9 team with Arian and a Super Bowl winner? Because the thing was, I thought Bruce Arians was going to save Jameis Winston's career in Tampa Bay. Yeah. I thought, I thought that relationship was going to work out, but ultimately it didn't. I think Bruce Arians made the right choice. I think he loves veteran quarterbacks. And I think that getting Tom Brady in Tampa Bay was a was was a home run there. Yep. Now let's go to the NFC West. My pick to win the NFC West is I think this team's going to come back even stronger next year, and that is going to be the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Okay. Even though that there are rumors about Russell Wilson being traded, I don't see. I do not see that happening because. Russell Wilson is a great is, – is their leader. He just won the Walter Payton Man of the Year award. But I feel like that the Seahawks need to get offensive line help, which I think they will. But whoever wrote that the brass was unhappy with Russell Wilson in Seattle because of the offensive line help that they need is false. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, you know, the – I'll say that they would never get rid of Russell Wilson. Like, that would just be an oh, no. insane Absolutely move. Not. Like I could see them firing Pete Carroll. Like if this year, if this coming year, if if they finish third in that division, which I think they will, I I think that um, I think that they're going to I think they'll have to make a head coaching change at that point. Like I, I predict the Rams are going to win the division, followed by the Cardinals. Um, why would you pick the LA Rams? I picked Seattle because of Russell Wilson. Yeah, I'm picking the Rams because uh, they have Stafford now, and I think they're going all in. They might even bring in another weapon, another receiver. Some people say Marvin Jones, who's also a Detroit receiver that Stafford oh likes gosh. a lot. You got Marvin Jones, Cooper Cup, and Robert Woods. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be insane. Yeah, I I think that they will. I think the Rams will win the division. I'm going to go with Arizona at two. Um, and, you know, it, it's so, this is such a tough division, too, to pick because I'll, I'll go with the Seahawks at three and then the 49ers at four because the 49ers simply they – it's a quarterback issue. need a new quarterback it's, here. Yeah, I mean, even like when Garoppolo is healthy, they're actually pretty darn good. But he's missed 23 games in the last two years, I think it is. You know, and it, I mean, that's just terrible. Like, like Kyle Shanahan, no matter how good of a coach he is, he can't keep on, he can't send the team to the playoffs on a backup and a third string quarterback every week, you know? No, I think he needs to draft a franchise quarterback. That's why I have the Niners getting Zach Wilson from BYU, who I think would be a great fit for a good audition for them. Yeah. So, I think the Seahawks win in my in the division, in my opinion. I think I want to see them come back stronger. I think Russell Wilson's going to be on a mission. I think the offense is going to be a lot better than you might think. I think they're going to get offensive line help. 
I, I feel like that their running back, Chris Carson and DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are uh-huh. fine. But I feel like that the Seahawks are going to be aggressive and get a tight end. I think their defense, their front is going to be a lot better. But I just feel like that – but why? But I just don't see Seattle finishing third. I think Seattle is going to be on a mission this year. It could be. I think that they still have some offensive issues. I'm not sure if their new person is going to help them or not. I mean – Well, I – well, I have to see on that. But now let's go to awards. So let's start with the 2021 Way Too Early Offensive Rookie of the Year Award. So my pick for that is Trevor Lawrence. Yes, I agree. And my pick for Defensive Rookie of the Year is Mika Parsons from Penn State. Whoever whoever picks him up, I think is gonna he's gonna make an immediate impact on whoever on whichever defense. All right, him. me too. No, you know who Mika Parsons yeah. is because he's like one of the best linebackers coming into yeah. this draft. Could that's why I have him as defensive rookie yep. of the year. Like, so tell me your thoughts on Justin Herbert winning offensive rookie of the year and Chase Young winning defensive rookie of the year. Well deserved, and I think that was the obvious pick. Uh, there were no snubs this year with the awards for anyone. I think they all made perfect sense. They did, but really, I felt like that Joe Burrow could have finished. That could have been a close race between Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, but Justin Herbert really, really earned that uh-huh. award. So I really think that this was a uh, this was a uh, good, uh, good good a good NFL honor. So let's pick, let's talk about who wins Offensive Rookie of the Year. And last year it was Derrick Henry, but I'm going to go quarterback this time. I'm going to pick. Uh, Josh Allen from the Buffalo Bills as Offensive Player of the Year. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think um, I'll go with I'll go with Josh Allen as well. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, because Josh Allen is is definitely poised for a uh, a big contract, which I think he's gonna is well deserved. And I think that the Bills are in a good place with Josh uh-huh. Allen. So. Derrick Henry last year was the obvious choice for offensive player of the year. I still think he's going to put up very good numbers uh-huh. next year. And my pick for defensive player of the year last year, it was Aaron Donald. And you can name that award after <laughs> him now because he can just continue to rack up those yeah. awards. But this, I'm going to go someone different this year. This year, I'm this upcoming season, that could change, but I'm going to stick to this pick. This pick for me is – Derwin James from the L.A. Chargers. Oh, right. I like it. That's a good one. Just be, the, the reason why I pick him is because he's a hard-hitting safety. He's been out in the NFL for two years, but I could see him coming back with vengeance. Yeah. And let's talk about who's going to win uh, the Comeback Player of the Year award. Last year was Alex Smith. My pick this year is, assuming he stays with the New York Jets, it's going to be Sam Darnold. Oh, that's a good pick. I like it. What about you? I'm going to go with Sam Darnold, too. And let's talk about who's going to win the coach of the year. Last year, it was Kevin Stefanski, well-deserved. But my coach of the year next year is going to be Urban Meyer from the Jaguars. Yeah, coach of the year, that's a tough one. Um, Yeah, I'll go with – 
Urban Meyer might be a good one. Um, There's like don't don't rule out Matt Lafleur from the Packers. Don't rule out uh, Stefanski again. Yeah, I I think you know what I'm gonna go with Sean McVay. I thought you meant McDermott from the Bills. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Sean McVay. I think that you'll see them have a pretty good season here and. They might have a Super Bowl run in them. Yeah, absolutely. And then let's talk about who's going to win MVP. Last year it was Aaron Rodgers, his third career MVP. That was an obvious choice. He had an MVP type season. But I wouldn't be surprised. He's probably going to be in the run for it next year. But my pick for NFL MVP is Russell Wilson. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because he's always in it. But he never. But he's less. He's just this underappreciated player. I picked Drew Brees the last two years, but I was wrong with Drew Brees. But I think it should be. I think this is Russell Wilson's year to win the MVP award next year. Yep. Uh, I think it's going to come down to between Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a great if Aaron Rodgers. And yeah. Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes too. Or Lamar Jackson. Yeah, who's your pick for NFL MVP you next know, year? I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers repeating. You, you think yeah. he's going to repeat? He's just that talented. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to come back with vengeance next yeah. year. Just because two straight N- NFC title game losses was so unfortunate, he was kind of due to go back to a Super Bowl. But I feel like that the Packers are going to be on a mission. So let's talk about some early Super Bowl matchups that we like to see. My first choice is Seahawks Chiefs, Mahomes versus Wilson. What about you? Uh, your Super Bowl pick, you said? No, my first choice for Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles. I pick Seattle and uh, Kansas City. Uh, yeah, I think my Super Bowl pick is going to be uh, Tampa Bay again. And I'm going to go with, you know, I might go with uh, Buffalo at this point. Well, my second choice for Super Bowl 56 would be Green Bay and Buffalo because I want to see Rodgers go up against Allen. And then my third choice would be, uh, my third choice would be Brady versus Baker Mayfield. Yep, that sounds pretty good. So those are my three choices in that the winners – could be I have if it's Kansas City Seattle I have Kansas City winning it and then if it's Green Bay and Buffalo I have Green Bay winning it for sure and then if it's Tampa Bay and and Cleveland then I pick Tampa Bay again yeah and then my Super Bowl MVPs would be if the Chiefs win Mahomes if the Packers win Aaron Rodgers and if Tampa Bay wins then it would yeah. be Brady so that's 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 how I see it. Yeah, I'm not betting against Tampa Bay. So, yeah, so save those picks, and we could revisit. We're going to revisit those picks again before uh, the right. season starts. The next season starts, but also the draft. So, don't you? So you think that Trevor Lawrence is going to be number one to the uh, Jets, and then you think Penny Sewell will go to the ju- Jets yes, at two? Uh, that's what's going to happen. And what about Jamar Chase? I have him going to your Detroit Lions. Do you want to? It's gonna happen. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. 
just because you might not be you might not keep Kenny Galladay and Marvin That's Jones. Right. And, yeah. and then I still have Mac Jones going to New England, and then I think that uh, I think the team that's going to win the draft will make our mock draft in 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 the end of April. The team I think is going to win the draft is the Ooh, Dolphins. Yeah. And then I think and I'll tell you my pick to win the offseason is <laughs> the Jaguars. I like those picks. So those are my picks to win the draft and offseason, but I think the Dolphins are going to be the are going to do a good job drafting okay. this year. So now let's talk about some baseball news. I got a lot to talk about on that end. So Trevor Bauer is a Dodger. Three years. That took a long time for us to say that. And you thought that he was going to be an angel. But I tell you what, the Angels are going to regret passing up on yeah, Trevor Bauer. So are the Mets. The Mets could have had him too. But I knew why Trevor Bauer wanted to be a Dodger. It's because he's from L.A. I know the Angels are close, but I feel like that. Trevor Bauer to the Dodgers is going to help the Dodgers. Yeah, I think it's a good move by the Dodgers for sure. So what do you think? What, how, what, what impact do you think he's going to make in in that rotation for the Dodgers? And do you think that with that pick move for the Dodgers, you think that them and the Padres rotation are going to be. Yeah, I think that. I think they are going to be neck and neck. Um, I think the Dodgers are going to end up winning the division by like, Maybe three or four games. Yeah. That's going to be a fun race. So, and then tell me your thoughts on uh, what you call this. So, Yadier Molina, that was an obvious choice for him to return to St. Louis. Yeah, that's crazy. But do you think that with that, or do you think the Cardinals are going to be lethal offensively with Molina, with Arenado, with Goldschmidt? Yeah, they're definitely going to be pretty good now. With adding Arenado for sure. It's going to depend on the pitching that yep. they have, you know. But also, let's talk about another a big trade to a big trade to uh, to to discuss. So, uh, Elvis Andrews is now a member of the Oakland A's to replace Marcus Simeon at shortstop, and then they traded away Chris. Davis. So, what do you think of that trade, right, for the Oakland A's? Do you think you, with the A's getting Elvis Andrews, do you think you could still put him as your favorite to win the American League-wise? Uh, yeah, I think so. Or do you still – or do you think Houston's going to come back strong in that division? They lost Springer, right, the Astros? Yeah, George Springer's a Blue yeah. Jay. Yeah, I think – yeah, that's a tough division to call. Uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, the uh, the uh, the A's. Yeah, so we'll talk about those. We'll talk about each winning each division before spring training, and also each award too before spring training. You know, but I think that getting Elvis Andrews to Oakland, and then you get Chris Davis to Texas. I think Texas is going to have a great offense. With like, think about it. You put him in the same lineup with Joey Gallo? My gosh. Uh-huh. What do you think of that lineup for the Rangers? You got Chris Davis, you got Joey Gallo, and then you got uh, Rugnet Odor. Yeah, that's going to be oof, tough. Tough lineup, but I feel like that the Rangers need a little 
they need they there's pitching's okay, but they're not the greatest pitching team out there. Yeah. That's my viewpoint on uh the Texas Rangers. But I think they're uh-huh. gonna be better. I think they're gonna be good, but they're not gonna be like superior. Yeah. But it's gonna depend on if they I think with the Rangers now getting Davis, I think that closes the door on Sensu Chu coming back. Uh-huh. So do you think Sensu Chu would, would will play for a contender? Uh I think he will. Yeah. All right. Now tell me your thoughts on Jock Peterson going to the Chicago Cubs. Well, probably a good fit for him. I think they'll make use of him over there. And, you know, uh, so I think, you know, I think it's a good fit. What do you think? Great fit there. I think it's a great fit there. I think he has a chance to be an everyday player, which I think he will. He was used a lot as a platoon player with the Dodgers. I think Jock and Kike are going to get everyday opportunities now. Yeah. And then let's talk about the obvious one in Atlanta. So the Braves just kept Marcel Ozuna. So we knew that this was going to happen. And you think that the Braves are still going to be an elite team with the lineup that they have. And I think their starting pitching is still – their starting staff is underrated. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, you got Soroka, Freed, Charlie Morton, Ian Anderson, and Drew Smiley. But – with Smiley's injury history, I, if I were the the Braves, I would not put him in the rotation. I would put him in the bullpen as a long reliever so that Kyle Wright gets a chance to start. I think Kyle Wright is well-deserving of a starter. And Max uh-huh. Reed, I think, would be their only lefty in their uh, rotation. So it doesn't really matter what their rotation is just because if you're a righty or a lefty. Yeah. Because I think the Braves have a good starting staff, and I think their bullpen's still good. Yeah. So, with that being said, now, tell me your thoughts on the Detroit Tigers getting Wilson Ramos. Well, I think you know, I think that's a good addition. It's like a one-year contract, and, you know, it, it plugs a hole for them so that they can try to compete a little bit. Um, it's a no-risk contract, really. So, yeah, I like it. Oh, and you got, you got uh, Jonathan Scope back. Yeah. What do you think of that? Yeah, no, that's yeah, he's back and you know, once again, low risk contract, they'll take it. Yeah. So do you think that with those moves they made, you don't think that your Tigers are gonna compete just yet? Oh no, no, they got another year or two. They gotta wait for so prospects think, to develop. Yeah, like Torkelson. You think Casey Mize is gonna be your opening day starter? Do you think that's gonna happen? Uh yes, I think so. Yeah, I think uh, you think the Tigers have a good five-year plan with AJ Hinch as manager. Yeah, I think AJ Hinch is going to do a great job managing the Detroit Tigers, but I think the I think who's going to win the AL Central is the Chicago White Sox. I think Tony Larusa is going to do one heck of a job. Uh huh. Don't you think? I think so. Yeah. So with that being said, now let's talk about some basketball. So yesterday, the Lakers, the Lakers were in two overtime games. Once against the Detroit Pistons, your Detroit Pistons. I mean, who would have thought? I was thinking that the Lakers would beat the Detroit Pistons by 30, and then they beat OKC by 30. Yeah. And that tells me something. Lakers defense needs to pull it together. Yeah, Lakers, uh, you know, they've been – it's a long season, and, you know, they're trying to give some players some time off. And, you know, they rested AD because of his uh, Achilles, you know. So, you know, they got the win against Oklahoma City. 
they got the win against Detroit in double overtime. Um, yeah, just just move on and you know uh, keep it going. Yeah, I mean, who would have thought that your Detroit Pistons would would almost sweep the Lakers? Yeah, I didn't even think that because of how bad you guys are. But it tells me that Dwayne Casey is a coach that never gives up. Uh huh. And you think that is it the reason why that the that the Pistons lose close games? Is it because Dwayne Casey plays makes that the players play hard for Dwayne Casey? Yes, I think so. So, and then for the Lakers, you think that the Lakers, they play OKC again. So you think that they'll blow them out this time around? Uh, yes, I think they will. So their upcoming schedule, they got OKC tomorrow. And then on Friday, they take on the Memphis Grizzlies and John Moran, who you love. And then on Sunday, Valentine's Day, they take on the Denver Nuggets. Yep. But there's a game that I look forward to watching next Thursday, You and I know you are too. The Lakers will play the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Are you excited to see that next that matchup next Thursday when the Nets visit the Lakers? Yeah, I think the Lakers are going to uh, beat them pretty badly. Why do you think pretty badly? Look, you got James Harden, you got Kyrie, you got KD. They could score points. Yeah. But – their defense is terrible. Yeah, their defense is awful. And I think uh, LeBron's going to want revenge on Kyrie. Do you think that is it? Do you think the Nets' defense is bad because of Deion Tony? Yeah. Do you? I think so. But Steve Nash is a great head coach. But Mike D'Antoni is just there to help Steve Nash out as, as his transition as head coach. Okay. That's why I think the Nets defense is terrible because Mikey and Tony designs offensive plays. And I think somebody else has to coach defense for Brooklyn. Yeah. So basically the Nets are a good team on paper, but I just think that the Lakers are the better team because they have more stars. But I think this, I think the Lakers and Nets game next week is going to be a game that's going to come down to the wire. Okay. Don't you think? Yeah. Now let's talk about tonight's L.A. Kings game as the L.A. Kings tonight will take on the San Jose Sharks. There are two teams that are rebuilding. But I think that the Kings tonight look to snap a three, a four-game losing streak because they lost, they lost pretty bad games against the Ducks and two games with Vegas. Yeah. So what do you think of the, of the Kings game tonight against San Jose? Uh, well, yeah, we'll see if they can get a win. It uh, should be a good one. Yeah, but the Sharks are a team that's just like – the Sharks are 4-5-1 and one, and the Kings are 3-6-2. and two. But I think that the Kings are pretty much the better team than San Jose, but the Kings should find a way to beat San Jose and get that losing streak snapped. Yeah. But what, and then talk about your game between the Detroit Red Wings going up against the Florida Panthers. Yeah, well, they – they got their third win of the season by beating Florida a couple days ago. This is their third game in a row against Florida. Um, I don't see them winning it. I think they got one win. Uh, maybe they'll go. Maybe they'll get an overtime loss. Uh, but Florida's too good of a team to drop two out of three to Detroit. Probably. It was kind of like the Kings had trouble on Friday night against the Vegas Golden Knights, 
But they kind of played better on Sunday, but it wasn't enough. Uh-huh. So, but basically, I think that the Detroit Red Wings with Dylan Larkin and Tyler Bertuzzi. And who did you say you like? You told me, you messaged me this last week when I was watching the Red Wings take on the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Who did you say Anthony Maida is a good scorer? Yeah, yeah. He had a, he, he, I think he can be, and he kind of is right now, but. You know, it's interesting is he has to uh, – he was a healthy scratch the other day, which is very peculiar. Um, I don't understand why he would have been a healthy scratch. Uh, so we'll see what happens um, going forward with him. Yeah, so so my question for you is who do you think is a better goalie for the Red Wings? Is it Jonathan Bernier, who used to be a king, or Calvin Pickard? Uh, or uh, – Grice. Uh, yeah, so you don't know who's in net today. I think I hope that Cal, I mean, from a Kings fan perspective, I hope Cal Peterson gets the start yeah, today. Yeah. Jonathan Quick did not did not look good in the game against Vegas, and he got pulled from that yeah. game. So do you think? Because uh, I think Jonathan Quick, I think he's still good, but I think Jonathan Quick sometimes just doesn't perform well. Yeah. That's why I think Cal Peterson's a better option to start is because Cal Peterson keeps the Kings in the games. And Jonathan Quick is good too, but sometimes he can allow too many goals. Uh That's what I think here. So let's talk about MLS. So what are your thoughts on the uh, new CBA? Um, I think, well, we'll see what happens. They'll have a season this year. Um, but yeah, it's we'll see what happens there. I uh, it's I'm I'm just wanting to see them play soccer is all. Yeah, I mean, can't wait for their season to start, but they start the same time baseball starts. Yeah. But also before we leave, before we go, uh, the MLB and union last night agreed to the health and safety protocols. So there's going to be daily testing, and also they. The agreement also includes contract tracing, contact tracing technology used in the NBA that could allow for better discovery of those who come in close proximity to someone who tests positive for COVID-19. Uh-huh. That's good news. As, as part of the protocols this That's year. Good. And also, I'm also looking at it is that, that that's the rules that will be implemented this year still is that you get seven inning double headers. I like that. I think it it's like less wear and tear on the players. But also the 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 rule that I don't like coming back is the runner starting on second base when extra innings begins. Uh huh. So so that's so. Tell me your thoughts on like the 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 uh, double the uh, the runner on second rule. Uh, I guess it's pretty good. Um, what's the purpose behind doing it? Doesn't it speed up? Doesn't it speed up? Yeah, the I game? think that's probably why they're doing it. It's either that or it creates more offense somehow. Yeah, I, I don't like it somehow just because Commissioner Manfred is just ruining yeah. baseball and the fun of it. Yeah, I feel like that. I think Commissioner Manfred is just being a moron about it, being too obsessive about 
improving the game in his terms, but fans just don't uh, like it. So that's what I think here. But also, tell me your thoughts on MLB to alter baseballs this season. It's not going to be juiced, but it's going to be more like less the they're they're kind of altering the baseballs to lessen the home run rate. Oh, okay. But I I do think there's going to be a lot of home runs still, but I feel like that there's going to be a lot of I think that there's going to be a lot of good pitching this year still. But offense will help you win games, but I feel like that teams with good bullpens will help them close out games even uh-huh. better. So basically now let's talk about some Dodger questions. Who do you think is your breakout player heading into this season? I picked Gavin Lux on when it comes to position players. I think he's going to be the everyday second baseman for the Dodgers. And I think pitching wise, I think Julio Urias, I think is going to break out a lot, is going to make a jump this year as a star. Yeah, I agree. It'll probably be Lux. So who's your opening day starter for the Dodgers? I pick Walker Bueller. Yeah, I do too. Not Karshaw. Uh-huh. And then for closer, do you want to see, like, if Jansen can't close out games, do you want to see Trinan, Knable, or Grotterall be the yeah. closer? I pick Grotterall to close yeah, me out too. games. What about Kelly? He'll be like a setup man. And then before we go, who do you think Justin Turner will, re- will re-sign with the Dodgers? Uh, I think he will. Yeah, I heard that negotiations are ongoing, but I feel like that Justin Turner will be a uh-huh. Dodger for life. But also, you're let's talk about this. Jordan Zimmerman, a former Tiger, is going to the Milwaukee Brewers. He's a Wisconsin oh, yeah. guy. So what do you think of that? Do you think he'll make the team out of spring training and be a, a frontline starter for the Milwaukee Brewers? Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah, so that being said, Matt, you have a good day. We'll talk to you next week.